Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. <laughs> so what happened over the last four and a half days? Nothing to see here, right? Nothing to talk about, right? Oh, wait a second. While America took a little bit of a break, not Ronald Eugene, nope. Nope, he was busy. He was busy cleaning up the house, cleaning up the wreckage. While other NFL teams were busy doing what they do, which is look the part, depending on what team we're looking at. The commanders were busy once again cleaning up a gigantic, epic mess on aisle 12, as in week 12, or week 13, game 12, game 12. That's what he wanted to say. Spillage all over the place. Glass jars falling off the shelves in the second half, one by one, splattering all sorts of juice and wreckage and nasty, gnarly stuff to clean up. And then probably, before they even took to the air, to come back to home sweet home, Jack Del Rio knew he was a dead man walking. Yes. Yes, Ron, we know. You looked at the analytics, right? You looked at the sheets, right? I'm the f***ing guy. Right. You studied the tape, right, Ronnie? You're the one. You're the bleeping guy that took a look at the defense and said, eh, something's not right here. Something's not working. 29.2 points per game. Is that good? I mean, what does Magic Johnson know about winning anyway? (laughs) Magic wasn't even with the team, Ron, and you're blaming him? Are you saying that Magic stepped in and ordered the code red on Jack Del Rio? Is that what you're saying? 29.2 points per game allowed. 
Not very good. Not very good. Thank you, Coach. Ron Rivera's tenure. Also, yeah, that too. The NFL average points allowed per game. Scoring down across the league, 21.6 points per game allowed. That's as a team. That's not just on a defense. That's as a team. The Commanders, almost eight full points above the league average per game. Which tells you everything you need to know. Listen, there's nobody, including myself, for those of you that might have been expecting something different, there's nobody that's going to sit here and feel bad for Jack Del Rio and think that he shouldn't have gotten fired. I mean, nobody roots for or advocates for people to get fired if you have any sense of maturity and if you remove emotion from it, right? Because you realize it affects families. It affects all sorts of things. That being said, these guys are so handsomely paid that they'll be just fine in terms of putting dinner on the table for the next however many months and maybe years. I mean, Jack Del Rio, even though his his personality here never really shined, occasionally he was able to make a a little snide joke and get a laugh from the media. Maybe he goes back to TV. Remember, he was working at ESPN before Ron hired him. And we don't even know, quite honestly... If Ron had Jack as his number one guy, like there were all sorts of speculation and rumors and reports and whatever that Steve Wilkes, who by that point had been fired after one tumultuous year as the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, I think wound up in Cleveland as like, uh, you know, I don't know, the assistant head coach or something like that. There was all sorts of rumors that they couldn't get him, and that's who Ron wanted, and they were obviously together in Carolina. So Ron had to go to a different well and hire Jack Del Rio. How much of that is true, I don't remember, don't know, don't even really care. We don't even know if, if, again, Jack Del Rio was Ron's number one choice. Yet they worked together for three and a half years, In two of those three full years, Jack Del Rio, by yardage, had top three defenses statistically by yardage allowed. And then obviously had an awful 2021. And if 2021 was awful, well, then 2023 was awful to the 10th degree. Was an absolute humiliating embarrassment, a steaming pile of horse doo-doo, at least compared to 2021. I mean, 2021 was just, hey, man, we played a lot better quarterbacks. We lost Chase and Montez halfway through the year. Chase was already sold out to Hollywood at that point. 
you know, William Jackson III, we brought him in as a man press corner, thought, hey, why don't we play more zone? Why don't we play more match zone? That didn't work out. Jamin Davis never really developed in that year, so on and so forth. And again, 2023, a complete and utter debacle. And unfortunately, it's still going. Nobody, again, is going to feel bad for Jack Del Rio. Or, I mean, Brett Wieselmeyer is obviously in a different category, but nobody cares about Brent Wieselmeyer. No fan even knew who Brent Wieselmeyer was until he got fired. Or very few fans. Let's be honest. You knew the name Chris Harris because it's become a popular narrative that just solely by Chris Harris leaving the organization, the commanders went from the top of the class on in third down percentage stops last year. And again, a top three defense yardage wise. And I think a top seven in terms of points allowed average or stat to what it became this year. And you all decided somehow that because Chris Harris had the audacity to leave for the Tennessee Titans, that that's the sole and only reason why that happened. Somehow you all shuffled your deck and thought, hmm, I'm going to feed that narrative or somebody fed it for you. Let me tell you something. Losing Chris Harris obviously was a blow. It's not the reason why the secondary and why the defense went from a, see what I would call last year a, 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 good secondary, a good secondary behind a really good interior push to a horrible secondary behind a very mediocre average missing a lot of juice push on the defensive interior. If you want to know the reason why the secondary went from good last year to wretched this year, all you have to do is watch that defensive line. All you have to do is realize the Great Wall of Ashburn was a complete fallacy. That's all you have to do. You don't have to say, man, did Jack Del Rio get stupid overnight? Eh, No. Just because he's a MAGA extremist and should have gotten fired a year and a half ago when he said uh, whatever stupid thing he said that I was at? Just because you don't like him politically? That doesn't mean... He's a bad coach, or he became a dummy overnight. Just because Chris Harris left for Tennessee doesn't mean the commanders forgot how to run, play with technique, play coverage, and actually look competent on the back end. No. But I know 
that you know, that I know, that you know, that I know, that you know, the number one reason, the number one reason why this defense has taken such a fall, a precipitous drop, is because of the lack of pressure, the lack of pass rush, the lack of dominance, the lack of everything sustainably from a defensive line that has now been torn apart and further torn apart by the injuries to James Smith-Williams and F.A. Obata. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, 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 Chris. Don't freaking point out that that killed them. Don't make a common sense point that after trading Chase Young because they could not get him to wake up, and after trading Montez Sweat because they got too good of a pick, that losing James Smith-Williams the very next game and losing F.A. Obata in the opening minutes of the Giants' loss and not having those dudes for the last couple of games, along with not having Montez Sweat, along with not having Chase Young, don't bother, Chris, to point out that because that's not the common narrative that we want to hear. That's not the story. That's not the reality. Nope. Instead, Jack Del Rio and Brett Wieselmeyer lost the keys. Lost the keys that Chris Harris left behind in his office. They lost the keys so when they had to go in on game day and unscrew the back of the computer robot boxes on each one of their defensive backs to rewire the cables and the cords to make them play better. Oh, wait a second. We can't get into the back of our players. We we don't have the keys. We so we can't program them the way we want them. So they're they're just going to be programmed the way they were and not changed and not emphasized to the opponent and not fixed. And not any, whatever we're trying to do on the back end, more man press, this, that. Oh, wait a second. It's because Chris Harris didn't leave us the keys. So Chris Harris leaving and not leaving us the keys to the back of the robots. All of a sudden, our players couldn't play. All of a sudden, they were dumb. All of a sudden... They were incapable of playing in the NFL all of a sudden. And obviously, Matt's looking at me like I have 16 heads. Obviously, I'm... I'm that analogy went somewhere. I, well, it, it didn't go exactly where I wanted it to go, but but you, you get my point is... Yeah, they, because, because you would you, you well here's where I screwed up all of a sudden that they don't have the skills or right. the ability to talk to their players and get them to play the way that they are supposed to that that is an inherent issue that you can't blame it on anybody else not being there that's the point right and 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 how I should have said because how, how it comes across is well of course dummy if the if he threw out the keys and they can't get into the back of the robot boxes uh to to rewire the the, the pro- that's where I was like what are you talking well, about with robot boxes well because I, I mean that's a thing that I've always uh, always used like like fans and media think players are robots that can just be programmed and and the wires to, can uh, just be you. so okay. anyway my my point, I screwed up the analogy 
as usual, by basically saying that Chris Harris threw away the keys or he lost the keys and they couldn't find them so they couldn't change the wires to keep up with the changing times in the NFL and game plan and so and 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 all the different things that they were asking these guys to do this year. So that was my overall point. But circling back, my point being is it's not because Jack Del Rio got stupid overnight. It's not because Brent Wieselmeyer had no NFL experience when Jack hired him in Oakland. It's not because the personnel is largely the same. It is because of one thing and one thing alone. This front defensive wall, which is currently no more, it's in shambles, was overall overall a non-factor, a non-factor. And that, more than anything, hurt the back end. Now, you can throw whatever numbers you want at me. I just know this. I know football. When they were getting a great interior push last year, they were great on third down. They were a top three yardage defense, a top seven scoring defense. It wasn't because Jack Del Rio was a genius last year and then fell off the genius tree, hit every branch on the way down, and became a dum-dum. Sorry, it doesn't work that way, boys and girls. It doesn't work that way. So Jack Del Rio gets fired. Again, nobody should feel bad. It was expected. It probably happened too late. And now the question is, with five games left, Miami, the Rams after the bye on the road, at the Jets, possibly Aaron Rodgers, Kyle and the 49ers, And then Dak and the Cowboys. Five games, six weeks left. What do you want to see out of this defense? What do you want to see out of this defense moving forward? We'll leave it open like that. Because we could talk about ultimate results. We could talk about stylistic change. We could talk about Whatever you want to talk about. What do you want to see out of this defense in the next six weeks, five games, against some really tough opponents? It is a football Monday. That's right. Throwing you for a loop right here on the Team 980. And it's driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. Jay Gruden will join us at 2.30 or so. Boy, is that going to be an interesting conversation. Jay was making some haymakers over the weekend, huh? Woo! Can't wait to talk to the uh, oh, the former head coach of the Washington Redskins. Boy, was he lighting it up on Twitter or X. Woo! Going to be a spicy meatball or two in that conversation. And we'll talk to you at 301-230-0980. Let's start here. Jack Del Rio fired. What do you want to see out of the defense in the next five games, six weeks? Now that Ron Rivera allegedly is calling plays, now that Jack Del Rio, one of the guys you guys wanted on a platter, is gone. And the head has been chopped off. What do you want to see? 301-230-0980 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Set me free, why don't you, babe? That's what Jack Del Rio was singing on Friday morning. Let me out of here, man. Let me go to Rio. Let me go to the Cayman Islands, wherever. I don't have to deal with this nonsense anymore. And Give me my paycheck. Jack Del Rio fired on Friday morning. First chance for us to talk about it with you at 301-230-0980, on the Ace Law listener lines. And a rec, Ace Law will help you get a check. Call them at 8888-ACE-LAW. That's 8888-ACE-LAW. But call us at 301-230-0980. On this football Monday, back to work Monday on the Team 980, again driven by your local Honda dealer, experience, power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. So I was just looking up some team advance statistics on uh, pro football reference. And again, everybody kind of defines things a little bit differently, but here's the deal. Through 12 games, and again, they played more games than most teams because they haven't had their bye yet, and they don't even have their bye for another week, uh, Baltimore just going on by now after the uh, impressive Sunday night win in L.A. last night. You get the point. Uh, but they've played 12 games. The Commanders, according to Pro Football Reference, they blitzed 25.9% of the time. Okay, that is, in terms of percentages per dropback, Little over a quarter. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteenth in the NFL. Thirteenth most. 
13th most. They had, in terms of sacks, now remember their sack total was elevated because of the one game against Danny DeVito and the Giants, woeful offensive line, they had 35 sacks. So, again, it's not a horrible number by any means. It's one, two, three, four, five, eighth in the NFL. But again, it's artificially inflated, at least in my eyes. But if you look at, okay, in 2022, just 2022, If you look at blitz percentage, the commanders, and again, every everything changes from year to year depending on who your coordinator, what your style is, so on and so forth. The commanders blitzed only 22.4% of the time. So they they were blitzing a significant percentage more. And it wasn't just all in the last two games. I can tell you that because they've been hovering in the high 24 range, maybe let's say 24-ish up until Montez and Chase Young were traded. And maybe it's gone up a tick, certainly, as expected. But they were 22.4% blitz percentage last year. This year, again, 25.9. So... To say that Jack Del Rio did not become more aggressive, did not do different things, did not play more man coverage because why? What's something that people can't figure out? Well, they weren't playing zone very good. They weren't playing match zone very good. Duh, that's why. Why do you think he was playing more man? Because he woke up and had an epiphany? First of all, they drafted guys and signed guys to play man coverage three years ago and then decided to play more zone and press zone or match zone or this zone or that zone and didn't play a whole lot of man. So this year, when they started to play more man because they realized they weren't executing zone and watch the games, how many times did we all watch while you guys all bitch and moan about how their corners play off on third and eight and, and allow short completions, nobody else would bitch about, oh my gosh, third and 13. And there would be a receiver, be it a tight end or a slot guy who would run a little hook round or a little sit down or a little option round. And there would be nobody within 10 yards in either direction. They would have a hole the size of the Lincoln Tunnel that the receiver could run into, sit down in, boom, play pitch and catch, set up shop, and then run after the catch. Nobody cared about that, except for me. All of you just, oh, the corners, they're not rolled up. Well, they weren't rolled up because they didn't trust them. Because they would continuously see them getting beat. Or not being able to get jams. They know more than we know. Just because it looks a certain way doesn't mean it is a certain way. And ultimately, Jack Del Rio had to get more aggressive this year. Just in one area. And again, it's many other areas. Playing man more is trying to be more aggressive. 
trying to be more aggressive. You know why more teams play zone than man? Because it's also easier to get beat at times, and it's easier to read as a quarterback. That's why more teams play zone. But when you don't play zone well, for whatever reason, when you don't play zone well or close or tight enough, then you have to start changing things up. I'll give you more numbers as we go along, but that's just the opening salvo. Again, I'm not here to defend Jack Del Rio in any way, shape, or form. He deserved to get fired. He wasn't good enough. He's like the rest of them. Mediocre at best. That being said, it surely ain't on him. All on him, I should say. Or mostly on him. Your call's coming up. Quick trending alert right here, right now, including a big firing already in the NFL today. Let's do it. And that is now former Carolina Panthers head coach Frank Reich, who came home to Charlotte, North Carolina. That's where he's from. And David Tepper hired him to replace Steve Wilkes, who was on an interim basis following Matt Rule's firing last year. Very popular choice. Frank Reich fired 11 games into the Carolina Panthers' first season with him at the helm and with Bryce Young at the quarterback. 1-10, lost yesterday. Uh, in uh, Tennessee, and of course, David Tepper has been known to have a hot temper. Uh, and we'll see what happens in terms of moving forward with the rest of the staff. But Chris Tabor has been appointed the interim head coach. He has been the special teams coordinator. Uh, Thomas Brown, who was highly thought of and was a candidate for the commander's offensive coordinator position, uh, will continue play-calling duties along with Jim Caldwell uh, to help out. We will see where else the Panthers go. But they are the second team now to make a head coaching move in the last couple of weeks. First, the Las Vegas Raiders. Tonight, it's Monday Night Football, the Chicago Bears. And the Minnesota Vikings getting it going. Can Josh Dobbs continue his magic? Well, we will see um, as they host. We don't know about Justin Jefferson. Reports seem to indicate uh, that Jefferson is not likely to play tonight. He has been questionable for the Minnesota Vikings, who were red hot until last week's tight loss at Denver. Meanwhile, tonight, right here on the Team 980, it is two of the worst in the NBA. It's the Wizards and the Pistons, 645 the coverage, and the Caps playing late night out in San Jose after a disappointing 5 nothing Friday loss. They're against the Sharks at 10 o'clock on the Fan and the Odyssey app as well. And that's what's trending. All right, it is a Motown Football Monday right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey Up. You got the rooster here. You got Matty Ice on the other side of the glass back from the Thanksgiving weekend. We'll get to your calls in just a second on the Ace Law Lister lines at 301-230-0980. It is a Football Monday right here on the Team 980. It is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. Uh, 301-230-0980. Uh, my guy, uh, Eddie in Centerville, says um, uh, that was my uh, my my best uh, opening uh, monologue in a long time. Well done. I, I, 
I, I was feeling good about it until I screwed up the robot analogy. But uh, hopefully everybody, and I appreciate it, hopefully everybody understands what, a, what, what I was trying to get at, which was simply, like, Chris Harris didn't take the keys to Nashville with him. To the back of the robot boxes. You know, like, player performance is the greatest variable in all of sports. Not coach, uh, not not coaching production or coaching knowledge or whatever, or game planning or all of that. Player performance, good and bad, is the greatest variable in all of sports, even more so than NFL officiating, which is terrible. So. Just want to point out that the number one reason, in my opinion, why the defense struggled this year is because of lack of pass rush. We gave you some numbers that would indicate, hey, man, we need to create more juice. We need to create more pressure, and it still hasn't worked. I mean, I saw a play the other day um, where Cody Barton just stormed downhill and I mean, they, and they said somebody else too. I can't remember who else they said. Maybe it was Jamin. I can't remember. So they blitzed at least six guys. And Dak just danced around it, stepped up in the pocket a little bit to his right, found a receiver, a receiver that, you know, Jalen Tolbert that nobody thinks about. And he rips off 35 yards. Just because you blitz doesn't mean you're going to stop them. But the reason why you sometimes have to blitz a lot is because you know that you have to dictate terms or try to dictate terms. Because if your base defense can't dictate the game and the game flow by itself, you're going to be in trouble. And maybe Jack was too guilty of that. Maybe Jack was. I certainly think he was. But I don't blame him for that. Because if I'm going to draft four thoroughbreds year after year after year after year, round one, round one, round one, round one, including a top three pick, a top two pick for crying out loud, and pay two of them big time money, I expect more. I don't expect that I have to then still send the kitchen sink to try and get heat on the quarterback. And now we translate that to what do you want to see the next five games? I want to see them, quite honestly. I I want to see them get, I don't want to say humiliated, but I want to see them get carved up just to prove, in my mind, that I'm right, that it is more player execution, or lack thereof, than game planning, play calling, or coordination. And maybe they'll get torched in a couple of these games because of the opponent that they're playing, and you'll say, well, Chris, Ron Rivera didn't have a chance to make a, a, you know, a, a, a sustainable change because of the opponent. Trust me, Ron Rivera could have made any change he wanted to at any point, and he chose not to. And as a matter of fact, went on record, said, yeah, I'll do some things different. But largely, I agreed with Jack Del Rio. Now, whether you believe that or not, I mean, Ron's the grand poobah of football operations. 
If Ron wanted something and believed strongly enough, trust me, he was going to get it. So I don't buy this notion that Ron was just saying that to not make Jack look bad. Ron was saying that because in concert, they decided to do what they decided to do. And it turned out to be wrong this year. Last year was right. This year was wrong. And if they would have just met somewhere in the middle for crying out loud, maybe this team would be still in playoff contention. Instead, it's 4-8. and eight. All right, to the phones we go. 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. Let's get to, uh, let's get to Steve in Columbia right here in the leadoff spot. What's up, Steve? How are you? I'm hanging in there. Got a little cold, but I had to comment. Feel better, I, Steve. I agree. Thanks. I agree a little bit with what you said. I've said for years the lack of a pass rush, but my problem is that Ron, the Martys, and Jack were mixing up. They chose the players, and for whatever reason, translating that to a to a product on the field never was consistent. Also, uh, I guess Del Rio was so smart. He said, "Hey." You know, we did a, a match zone last year. So this year, let's play more men. Why would you do that if you were producing? It makes no sense. You bring in, you draft Emmanuel Forbes, and he's better a better zone. Player. Right. But bottom line. But the problem. But the problem. Let me let me let me just add. You're right. They didn't they didn't start the year off playing more man. At least the way I see it, they were they went to more man as they went along this season because nothing was working in zone. <laughs> Okay. All right. And the last I thing mean, that's the way I see it, is, anyway. Okay. Okay. And the last thing I'll, I'll say is this. This nonsense about de-emphasizing linebackers is ridiculous. I watch some of these good teams, man. They're not de-emphasizing linebackers. They just didn't know how to pick the right linebackers. So I just want Ron to get out of here. Just clean house, man. Bring in a GM exec from either the Ravens, the Eagles, or the 49ers. Let him pick a coach and and make this a simple process. It doesn't have to be too complicated. No, I, I would agree. Largely, I mean, I mean, teams probably overthink it. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be as easy as that, but I know this: there are a, a a lot of qualified understudies to some of those teams. You know, and Adam Peters, um, uh, you know, the uh, assistant GM in in uh, Philadelphia, who's. Um, Allen, uh, I'm trying to remember his name. I'll look it up. You know, th- there are a lot of guys that are chomping at the bit to get their first opportunity to, to to run a program and to make all the decisions. Now, just be careful with that because it doesn't always work that way either, right? Everybody wants that philosophy, that style, because they're tired of the philosophy that Ron took on, which was a coach centric uh, approach. To see, I appreciate the phone call. They're tired of that, so they want something completely different. Be careful it doesn't always work. How's it working for the guy in Chicago, Ryan Poles? How is it working for the guy in Chicago that he replaced, that hired Matt Nagy and 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 all? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't always work. It doesn't always work like Howie Roseman, who he himself ultimately got replaced for a little while. Right? It doesn't always work the way you want it to work. Just because, well, you know, we want one person to make all the decisions. Guess what? That's what you've had. Uh, let me throw out this number for you. Then we'll take a quick time out. Then we'll come back. More calls. Last year, okay, the commanders 
last year with the number one defense on third down, with a top three defense in terms of yardage allowed, and a top seven scoring defense, their hurry percentage, their hurry percentage, according to PFF, uh, uh, Pro Football Reference, which is quarterbacks, quarterback hurries per dropback, was second worst in the NFL at 4.2%, just above the Atlanta Falcons, which was 3.8%. Second worst in the NFL. Think about that. And yet they were a top 10 defense or a top three defense in one category, a top seven defense in another category, and top one, uh, or, or the top defense on third down. Think about that. And if you look and you say, okay, well, wait, wait a second. How, what, is, what does that have to do with this year? I'm going to tell you what it has to do with this year. In terms of hurry percentage, the New England Patriots, who have no offense, are the number one defense in this area at 10.5%. The Commanders are at 7.1%. So they are generating a lot more pressure per dropback, hurries per dropback this year, along with blitzing more this year. And yet it's gone completely south. So is it that they were too over-aggressive? Is it that they... What happened here? They're blitzing more, and they're putting more pressure on the quarterback in terms of hurry percentage as a team. And yet the defense became remarkably worse. Now, again, I I don't know how they arrive at some of these numbers. Uh, Again, the nine-sack thing throws a lot of things out of whack. That's not normal. So I would probably venture a guess that they would, I don't know, be in the low sixes, somewhere in that range, if they had played a normal offensive line a week ago. But it is what it is. But we all know, we all know that they're not getting enough from their two studs left in the middle, and they certainly did not get enough from Montez and Chase, even though at times the light was on there. And then you throw in injuries to F.A. Obata and James Smith-Williams, and now you really know. Now you really know. 149, Team 980, take a quick timeout. More of your calls coming straight up. Uh, a bunch of the usuals coming up, so hang in there. We will attack them right after this on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All 
All right, once again, it is a football Motown Monday right here on the Team 980. It is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience, power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. Back to the phones we go. Eddie is in Centerville. We mentioned Eddie with the nice words on the monologue. Uh, but I appreciate that, Eddie, uh, except I'll, I'm, I'm a man. I can admit when I screw up uh, what I was going for, but I appreciate the kind words, my friend. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, first and foremost, shout out to Sean Taylor. has been 16 years today. Absolutely. Second of all, um, yeah, as I, as, I, as I was tweeting that, I was listening to, you know, the two-minute delay, man. So, you know, as I'm tweeting it, I'm like, oh, he's what is, where did he go? There? Yeah, okay. well, but, but you understand, you understand where I was trying to go, and I just screwed yeah. it up, right? I, I mean, I, I'm just basically yeah. trying to say, hey, man, look, I Chris Harris is a loss. I'm not going to deny that losing Chris Harris and that voice in the room it is not a loss, um, but but it, it you don't go from best to worst overnight just because you lose a position coach. That, that's just that, that's my point. That's yeah, my point too. Yeah. He, he was just a position coach. Who cares? Yeah. What, what, what does that guy do with anything? But but okay. So I called in because I mean, uh, first of all, I agree with everything you said in the beginning. It's mostly on the players mm-hmm. rather than the coach. Um, but. The the defense last year was keeping us in games and winning us some games. Mostly it was Taylor Heineke's magic run with you know beating the Colts, beating the uh, what is it the Packers, beating the whatever whatever they did that they made it to a seven and nine season I believe last year right. Uh so no eight eight was, and one. Oh yeah that's right with the Giants right so, exactly so it was an eight and one season so it, no one can really say it was a bad bad season it was an average literally an average season. So you know now you come this year and then. I noticed that they didn't change the linebackers. Okay, that's cool. They added Forbes, and they took away who McCain. McCain last last yep. year. I, yeah, they I, they they so, cut McCain so, exactly. They added so Forbes and Quan Martin, and they subtracted uh, McCain. And was there somebody else that I'm forgetting about? That's the main, you know, subtraction by right. addition. All I know is that St. Jude's became. We were, we thought St. Jude's was going to be a, mm-hmm. a better player. He, yep. he obviously hasn't hasn't been. He has regressed. Uh, but I'm not going to. But but I, yeah. But I'm not going to blame Chris Harris. I'm not going to put credit on Chris Harris. That's that's on him. That's on 25. That's mm-hmm. on the player. Like you go watch film, be better. You know what I mean? Like you you're, you're getting beat very easily. I don't care if the coach tells you to play off him five yards, dude. You're seeing that this dude is beating you every time. Do something about it. You know what I'm saying? All on the players. But again, like I was telling Maddie Ice. That this this defense doesn't really have a base defense, you know. When it all comes down, when it all breaks down, you all every defense has to go back. All right, let's go back to the basics. What's our basics? They didn't have basics. Their, their basic was five men down, two linebackers, and a weird shell. Like, of course, any offensive coordinator can 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 pick at that. They, they can they wish they have, dude. Last year, only two teams scored thirty on us. That's it. This year, thirty is is average. You know what I mean? It's because the offensive coordinators took their time over the summer and realized that this team, which was the best third-down defensive team, you know, probably was just playing above what they're supposed to play. And, and people do that. Players always – not always, but sometimes players will play above what they're supposed to play. It's just off energy, off of, you know, off of willpower, whatever. You can't define that. But sometimes players will just play above their talents. And, it's, and, and weirdly enough, it lasted a whole season last year with, uh, with Curl. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm not saying Curl sucks. I'm saying, I'm saying Curl's very, very good. But maybe Curl just played above and beyond what he's supposed to. And now this year, he's coming down to what he, you know, what he is supposed to be, which is just you know, a pretty good to really good safety. 
You know what I'm saying? But he, but but that's our best player in a defensive in a defensive back position. We need better players than that. We need we need a we need someone that can actually demand some kind of attention. No one, no offensive coordinator is looking at the defensive backs here, thinking like, oh man, we got to watch out for this guy. Pearl can do everything. You know what I mean? So uh, they wanted to blame Jack Del Rio. Fine, get him out of here. Cool, because he he didn't fix the the basics of his defense at any given time. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't know what Rivera said. I don't know if Rivera's telling him, look, man, I'm giving you all these players. I'm giving you a cornerback. I'm giving you a, a defensive back. Last year I gave you Mathis. You know what I'm saying? I, he did a lot for that side of the ball. And he left it up to Jack, I'm guessing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I, and again, Eddie, I, I appreciate you. i got to let you run because we're up against the top of the eye. I, I understand. Jack Del Rio is in charge of the defense, largely had autonomy. I'm sure Ron had significant input. And the defense went from first in some areas or top three, top five to worst across the board. Somebody's going to get fired, especially when Ron's ass is on the line. And that's another thing. And this is how I'll end our number one. Ron did this for one reason. Not because Jack is incompetent. Not because Jack is to blame. Ron did this to try and save his ass. To hope against hope that in the final five games against some high-powered opponents, somehow, someway, they go 4-1 and one or 5-0, and oh, and the defense looks dramatically different, and he can save his own ass. That's the only reason. Period. On the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.